0: Hey guys, it's Ya Boy Crimson Man. Welcome to my Explained Lorian, The Mandalorian after show. Yes, I am finally writing scripts for my stuff. Now, I'm gonna come right on and say that this isn't gonna come out on a regular basis. I'm a human being, I I think, and I have my job and my limitations, or as the kids are saying nowadays, school. So, this isn't going to come out right after you finish watching an episode, maybe like a day or two after. There's uh, another problem. It's that I only have the free trial for Disney+, Plus, which is only seven days. So, you see, my parents may or may not keep it, but I can tell you that there will definitely be an after show for the next episode, and there may not be... But there may or may not be anything for the ones after that. One last thing before we start I'm gonna give you my opinion on Disney Plus as a whole. It's pretty good. It's not really fun because I barely get to see anything from it. And, uh, but it does have like deleted scenes and stuff when you watch movies. Uh, so that's pretty cool um, like trailers and deleted scenes, I already said that, anyway, it has Clone Wars, it has Rebels, it has most of the MCU, no, like, Disney+, Plus Falcon and Winter Soldier, or WandaVision, which I still think is a stupid title, and Loki, or Loki, or anything, but that's made up for by the classic Spider-Man and the X-Men cartoons, I'll give you my reviews on all of those stuff later, some people- I know some people are going to complain that I'm only doing Star Wars stuff. I know that. My name is Crimson Dawn, or my username is. That's the criminal organization in Solo, if you're, like, really stupid and you don't know that. Of course I'm going to talk about it. I love Star Wars. But after this, maybe, not directly after this, but later, I'm going to write a really super late review on Spider-Man Far From Home. See? MCU. Now, without further ado, let's get in. To The Man, to Dude, Episode 1. First of all, let me talk about the look of this thing. It looks freaking amazing. Usually, uh, TV shows have a budget of like $5 million or $6 million. But this thing has $120 million put into it. You sometimes forget you're watching a TV. It looks just like a movie. Um, the effects are pretty good as well. Except for those baby arm do ripoffs. It was super unrendered, but um, after... Other than that, the effects are pretty good, and the cinematography is amazing, probably because the cinematographer and the director for this episode is Dave Filoni. Yes, that Dave Filoni, the guy who made Rebels, which I will eventually get to watching, and Clone Wars, which I really super need to get catching up on. And the new Star Wars logo that plays at the beginning of the episode, the thing nobody's talking about, but it's it's awesome. It's like a bunch of Star Wars characters in chrome form, and they're flashing through the screen, and they're doing all sorts, well, actually, you know, they're not doing anything. And then the Star Wars logo flashes, it's also, like, neon, and, um, it's awesome. It's like, it reminds me of that time when they rebranded Warner Bros., as into like Wizarding World for Harry Potter with that stupid logo where the wands are the pages in a book, but this is so much better. Anyway, onto what actually happens. So the show starts out with a, like a random gunfight and a dude get, a dude getting captured for like a bounty by the Mandalorian. Then Geology Man from Big Bang Theory <sighs> drives them to a ship. I'm gonna call not Slave One. So you can see this series is already getting pretty good we already have an action scene 5 minutes in and then a giant monster like jumps up and it eats the fish i mean the, the the ship i'm really bad at reading my scripts anyway all these like crazy over the top fantasy elements are p- clearly nods to the old eu uh no i didn't read the books although i did start a- air to the empire a couple of days ago again Dave freaking Filoni directed this thing. Of course, it's gonna have stuff like this. Another reason I think he should replace <coughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Um. Anyway, then the dude, the the captured dude, makes the holiday special canon and gets Han soloed. Pretty cool, right? Wait, wait, what? Anyway, then we have a famous people cameo because we need that, I guess? Not sure, and but we need it, because it's a Star Wars show. I have no idea. I think I just lost track of my script. Anyway, so that happens. We have freaking Carl Weathers in there. I don't know what you want to do with him. It's your 120 million, Disney. Anyway, this is the one point where the show... Sort of screeches to a halt. We have this dumb scene where Imperial Credits, which I'm pretty sure is just a chocolate bar, don't freaking work anymore. And then there's this long talk about the space economy or whatever, and then they trade different types of money. They said something about Mon Cala, so I'm just going to call them Ack Bucks. Get it? Because, anyway... There's another famous people cameo. I don't know who it is. But anyway, there's intelligible Star Wars speak about the economy again. And uh, then the guy leaves. It was at this point, I was starting to get second thoughts about the series. We have Then we have Mando, Mando donating the chocolate bar to Mandalorian 25. Basically, Mandalorian Matthew 25. I know, super groundbreaking, but it gets better, right? No, it it doesn't. So anyway, we get Ugnot, basically Ugnot Yoda and a how to train your dragon scene. Okay, freaking whatever. All right, and then we get to the coolest part of the episode. IG freaking 11, IG 88, the second coolest character in Empire. But, like, with a personality. And guess who he's played by? Taika Waititi. Yeah, you know, the director of that one movie. You know, Jojo Rabbit. Anyway, we get a fun team-up and an action sequence. Coolest thing since I was in Solo. So the episode ends with a 50-year-old being the new bounty. I didn't mention that before. Anyway, the bounty is basically Baby Yoda. That's awesome. So they're gonna kill him. Or her? Oh, wait, no, they're not going to. That's okay. Wait, IG-11? Oh, wait, no, he's dead. That sucks. Well, no reason to write a letter to Lucasfilm about the much-anticipated IG-11 A Star Wars Story. Anyway, they pose for a Jesus painting, and then it's over. That was actually pretty good. Um... Now, for my theory on what happens next, I think since Mando was a Bando when he was small, I think he's gonna turn. He's not gonna turn the baby in for a bounty. He's just gonna like carry him around or her on his back and fight bad guys and stuff. I can't really say much since we have nothing to go off of. Um, the storyline I'm describing seems like something a geek director or like John Favreau would doing. Would be doing since he's the director. And the creator, so if that's what he's planning to do, I'm all for it. A rogue soldier finding goodness in a world, in the world, or the galaxy, sounds fantastic. I know this episode of Explain DeLorean was kind of just stuff you already knew, but that's because I only have 40 minutes to go off of. And the reason I'm sort of stuttering is because, you know, I have homework and stuff. But I'm doing this because I told people I would. Um maybe like something in the next video will spark a theory i mean the next episode which is tomorrow because today's thursday will spark another theory wait no that doesn't sound right no not tomorrow's episode friday's episode is wednesday right now i don't know i'm just sort of nervous whatever um but for now that's all i have i'm gonna give you my rating on each episode out of 10. so this one goes for about a seven out of ten kind of slow paced but a great pilot all right see you guys in the next video bye